So I'm here anyway with Paul Harkin. Paul, <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself. That's the story, Morris. Good to see you, lad. <laughs> it's good to see you. I haven't seen you in maybe, what, 10 years? It must be about 10 years, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe a little shorter. Maybe in the, I think I met you in the bar in Carlo there for an old pint, uh, quick pint or something, Dinri or something like that, was it? Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Was it? Jesus, man. That was probably, I don't know, it could have been 10 years ago. Yeah, probably, yeah, at least. Jesus. I miss you guys, lads. Freaking, I miss yourself, Dave and Ted and all the boys, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'll have to come over anyway and do a few gigs over here sometime. I'd love to. I'd love to. Say, I'd love to go out there back and play a few shows. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The shows back there were incredible. I used to. I've always fond memories of those shows back there. And I mean, a lot of a lot of had to do with yourself and all the and all the support that came along to those shows. You know, and um, it would, just wouldn't have been the same without the people that came to it. You know. Um, I was saying to I was saying to Gavin from Mike Sprite as well. You know, so maybe you could team up and do like a double tour. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, yeah, good old, good old Gavin. Man, that guy is one talented fucker too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Gavin's at these days. He's somewhere in the middle of the country. He's counting across there, somewhere in the middle of Omaha. Uh, like yeah, know. I was talking to him. He's, 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 he's playing in a cover band at the moment and right. he's just working then as well. Yeah, yeah. He's a good man for the work ethic for sure. Yeah. Maybe a little more laid back. <laughs> <laughs> So what have you been up to? California for you, you know what I mean? <laughs> what have you been up to through lockdown and what's things like over there? Uh, lockdown, lockdown, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're obviously, ta obviously taking it serious. Where I'm working anyway, we're taking it serious. But um, try not let it get to us. Um, just trying to get do your daily thing, you know what I mean? Keep away from large crowds and whatnot. Um, obviously, it's, it's more of the smaller businesses that are taking a hit. Um, and it's sad to see, you know. Um, I see all these big, big corporate companies still up and running and going. But I mean, if if if, if the case is to try and like curve this, flatten this curve and all that kind of stuff, you would think they close down the bigger places that are drawing in bigger crowds and stuff. But I don't know. One man's opinion. What can you do? But, so it's kind of it's kind of like it is over here then at the moment. It sounds like you you guys are a lot more stricter. I mean, I heard like you had like a five kilometer uh, radius kind of. And, uh, we have a curfew just went in last week uh, for 10 o'clock and all that kind of stuff but again it's not really being strictly enforced uh, are the bars open uh are the bars open i think they're open uh, you're allowed on the outside to have like outside shelters or whatever else and they're allowed but i think that they might they might be closing those as well what is today wednesday they could be closing again today so i right. think they might be just take, take out you know um I don't, don't spend too much time in the bars anymore like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> what fun memories have you got from gigs over here? The fun, fun memories? Oh, I just remember the, the electricity and the crack, you know what I mean? It was always a pleasure playing with like, like the likes of yourselves. And you had a band as well at one stage, didn't you? you were back yeah, doing a bit like. Yeah, uh, but just good shows and you set up a few of them I believe and freaking just good people you know just great great old energy and uh, I mean the band is only as good as the people in front of them um, and the people in front of us like yourself and, and the people who came along to our shows they're just bang on just sound down to our people love music as much as we did you know um, and the crew that we were playing with just we had a good old time around uh, just playing music man I think the best times were just writing those writing songs you know what I mean where we were just proud of some good songs we were just like damn he's, he's got some energy and then getting out there and trying them out and seeing what seeing what it was like 
Um, just had a great old time. Just fond memories, man. Being able to travel around Ireland and just play those bars. Like in some of those smaller bars, some of the best memories ever, you know. I'll give you my two favourite gigs. Well, you can remember the two favourite. You'll remember these. And they were fairly they were fairly close together as well. Okay. So remember the remember the Battle of the Bands in Carlo in the music factory? Remember the night you won that? Right. I don't know if we'll, I can't remember the Battle of the Bands. Oh, I think you, I do, yeah, yeah. You do. You okay. bet Itchy Trigger Finger in the in the final. Oh Jesus. <laughs> do you remember it now? Itchy Trigger Finger, that's um what's his man? He's over here too. Uh, yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. He, bollocks, yeah. He he wasn't too happy that night. Was he though? Ah, yes. No. Another talented guy, man. That could that guy could do it all as well. Jeez, he's a badass on the guitar. He had the image, he had the songs, and just I, I always I always respected that guy because um he was kind of like a one man band in a way. He was the driving force of everything, and uh, he ha he has a lot of heart, you know. Um, and he, he just he went out there and did it. In fairness, for those kind of shows, he was he was probably he was running an uphill battle because I mean that was our home territory, so. I mean, if we played Kilkenny, where he was originally from, I'm sure we would have got wiped off the floor. That's just the way back yeah. bands go. I lost track of that guy for a long time, and then he popped up on the map over here. I know, I know he was playing with some French band or something like that, some hardcore stuff, but I never really followed, followed what was going on. But he seems to be doing all right, taking care of himself. I think he's in Hollywood right now. Have you meaning to give him a shout, actually? He's fucking sound out, fucker. Yeah. And then if about, I don't know, was it maybe only two or three months later, Port Arlington, Battle of the Bands, another W? Do you remember that night? Port Arlington. So where we got a good old big check for that one, is he? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody, I remember everybody singing along to the tunes. That was a great old time. But I mean, that was the energy of that was just fantastic. Just just because of the people in the crowd. Right? And that's hats off to the likes of yourselves and the rest of them, you know? Uh, we, w- we weren't going to leave there without you winning. <laughs> yeah, I well believe it. <laughs> I well believe it. Yeah. I, mean, I, think he's, I think there was a bus hired for that day, too. He fucking brought yeah. <laughs> there was a bus hired and I think uh was that the night? No, that was a different night. I won't get into that one. But um <laughs> <laughs> the night you had to bring me home. The night I had to bring you home. Yeah, do you remember that? No, no. When I uh well I said that I got my drink spikes. Can't remember that night. Happened <laughs> me and yes. happened me and Dave. And Dave as well. And then Dave pissed on Cliff. Oh, I thought we were going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that at all. Oh, you had to drive me from Castle Dermot anyway back to Kilkenny that night. Because I was in a rag order and I didn't even have that much to drink. Like, I don't know what happened. No way. Yeah. Jesus, I don't remember that at all. I think, yeah. I think I'd be doing one to remember. I think that was Cliff's 21st. Oh, shit. That was at his house then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in a pub and then at his house. That's right, good old times, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we had <a> <laughs> Yeah, I just I miss those crack. Just why you crack with good people, you know what I mean? You can't beat it. <laughs> and speaking of Cliff and the lads, how did you form Jekyll? That is Caven now. How did that come about? And was that your first band? Oh, Jesus. All right, it wasn't the first band. Well, I guess it was the first. Maybe uh, maybe the first original kind of serious one. All right, uh, it got wings. Um, I originally started off. We were originally called Splinter before Jekyll. Yeah. For a very brief, short time. I think before that we were called Loom, L-U-M-E, and um, that was with uh, a bunch of guys. Um, 
Colin Kelly. I don't know if you remember Colin Kelly and Cliff Person. Um, no. No. Um, Tom Manley. They were all from the tie. Big, talented guys as well. I think Colin's still playing. He lives in Portugal now. And, um, Tom the drummer. No, Colin was Colin was a guitar player and then it was Tom Manley. He was a drummer, yeah. Yeah, I know Tom, yeah. He lives yeah. down the road from me now. No was it, Is the same Tom that was in Panic Animal? He might have been for a brief period, all right. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a cabinet maker. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, that's the man. Yeah, first yeah. guy I ever I ever seen when I came across the double bass. He had the big two two uh, kick drums in front of the in front of the drums. Loved it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah, this is metal right here. <laughs> he he's a sound guy. Yeah, and I, I went through something like uh, that for a while. I mean, we did the cover stuff. I don't know if you remember us doing all the cover stuff for years. Um, that was fun, you know. Um, and then I guess one one thing led to another, and I guess I had I just had a I had a I just had a burning sensation just to thicken just this feeling to to do original stuff, you know. And at the time we were flying with the cover stuff, and we're doing all right, you know, and having good times getting paid. But part of me was just I wanted to try originals. Um, which, which, which the rest of the band members weren't too happy about. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I ended up leaving the band, yeah. So I started up the original stuff. And I, I started up with uh, Ray Brennan on bass. I had a drummer, uh, Kumametu. I can't remember his second name. Good thing I remember his first name, Kumametu. Great name. Uh, yeah. He was a drummer. Um, I don't know if there was anybody else in the band at that stage. Um, and we were just sitting. We were sitting in the room writing a few tunes or whatever else, and uh, coming up with riffs or whatever else. And blah blah. Um, and then where did it go from there? I guess we just. Uh, I think we got another drummer in at one stage or something like that. I think uh, Stephen Sider, which is he's, I believe he's doing some music now as well. Um, another talent. I've, I've been blessed with talented musicians over the years, you know. Um, and then I believe who came on board after that. I think I, I don't know who came first. It was either uh, Tom jump, jumped on board or it was Cliff and Dave. Um, yeah, I can't remember the ins and outs of it. I don't know if we hired Dave and then Dave knew Cliff or it was the other way around. And we start, we, we would just, yeah, we put things together and we started uh, jamming some tunes and stuff. And, you know, it just went from there. Um, and that's when you released the first EP, was it? Shortly after that. Which EP? <laughs> the one with King of the World, Two Time oh, and Queen. Jesus. That one. All right, yeah, yeah. That was before, I think. Wasn't that before? Um, yeah, my timeline's a bit fucking screwy, but yeah, I think yeah. That, that was one of the first EPs, yeah. Um, I found that the other day, actually, because I just recently moved. And I found oh, good. You, you, can, you can send me on those tracks then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I burnt the masters. <laughs> <laughs> you... By the time I came around to playing the new stuff, you fucking hated those songs. I know, yeah. I was just learning, you know what I mean? Just like, I mean, this is all foreign to me. I like, I jumped in at this just as an escape originally, like doing covers, and um, for me it was just an escape. Um, I never really thought anything past where it's gone, you know. And uh, yeah, so I mean, this whole whole recording thing when I got into the originals and stuff, and uh, everything was new. Doing covers and singing uh, on stage was all new to me. I hadn't a clue, you know. And uh, when I start, when we started going into the recording process, and then obviously starting to uh, record some stuff that I wrote, I was like, I was super excited, but I was always nervous. I mean, I, I'm, 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 
sort of anxiety and uh, it's always plagued me uh, over the years, you know, so I'm very nervous that kind of way. I kind of like to shy away from the limelight. Bit of a bit of a recluse. And uh, so that that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> but when I, hear, when I went on to the next stuff and the next stuff, we obviously got a little better. Um, or I got a little better, I'd, I'd like to think. Um, yeah, you look back and you see the recording process and you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, but it was uh, the same the same when I was talking to Gavin like about their old stuff. But obviously, the newer stuff you do is always going to sound better. You know, yeah, even yeah, even from a production value. Uh, actually, actually, the EP after that we did that was cracking. I spent a lot of money on that one. And um, that, that holds up over time, in fairness. Um, and the tunes as well. I mean, in fairness to the guys and ourselves thinking we wrote some good tunes for that EP and so we did an album over here um, and the production wasn't wasn't as go- good as that you know and it was and that's got down to simply came down to money uh, budget yeah yeah budget we were thick and broke um, so I always look back with that EP I always look back there's probably like if I look back to that EP with um, what's on that one jeez you could be able to tell me I can't even remember. The, new, the, the later one Life the Life, Crow the Crow I think yeah, um, there's another song on it as well. Is there? Oh, it's no, four on it. Yeah. And uh, and looking back at those, like I mean, we I still play those to this day. I love those tunes. Um, um, and I see the production on them, and just very little. I look back at those tunes, they're very little. I'd like to tweak on those, you know. Obviously, I always, no matter what what I record, I always look back and go, "Jesus, I wish I had done better on the vocals." Just being self-critical, um, because I live for live music. So recording, as I said, is is not my not my forte um so yeah i mean the album the album was good but I, i'd say it's 75 percent of the way there if i had another if i had like a extra time and money to put in what i wanted to do with that um i think we would have came out with a really strong really strong album i'm still happy with it it is it's a good some good tunes in there but yeah i'd like to polish it off you know um i never really got the opportunity that we had we ran into some some um, problems with the engineer at the end of it, but, so we ended up bringing him to a different engineer and okay. we lost a lot of the, a lot of the uh, sound bites and stuff like that and whatever. And we just had to, whenever we were playing, kind of catch up. But we, at the, at the end of it, we were happy and proud of it. You know, some good, good cracking tunes in there. Um, but the EP, I still that that still holds it on. I, I don't look back and say, Jesus, I wish you could have done better on that one. I think we. Where Where did you get that one recorded? The EP. Yeah. Uh, we did that uh, actually that was um, some of that was done in a home recording so it was a mobile recording studio I think it was uh, K Recordings was the uh, guy who was running it what's his name I'm off Jason I'm off with the names um, can't remember anyway but yeah he would come to our house because we again that had a lot to do with it. We, we didn't like the studio and particularly me I didn't like the studio but we wanted more of a we were trying to capture that more of a live sound uh, more analog rather than digital you know yeah. And we figured that we'd be more home and comfortable bringing the studio mm-hmm. to us. And this guy offered his business to do that. You know, that way he was in the business to do that. And um, uh, so, yeah, that's how that came about. Now, we did some of the stuff in, in his studio. Um, and for the drums, actually, the drums, we hired a, a proper studio to do the drums as well. I remember that was an RD. We want, we want the drums to be, like, spot on um, and just they're the driving force of every song you know what i mean as yeah because you, you always know when you hear a, a record like if the drums are shit the whole thing sounds shit exactly like. exactly I, I just feel that's the heartbeat of everything and uh, even though they're stuck at the back when they're on stage like i feel it's the forefront of everything um so 
we actually did a good. We went into the studio for that one. I said, I remember it was, it was some sort of set. We think we had 19 mics on the kit or something like that, you know. Um, so we did well. That Shane Pearson was the one drummer. You can't go wrong with Shane. You know what I mean? Yeah, brilliant. One and done. Uh, uh, great old drummer again. Um, and then, but yeah, the guitars. I think a lot. Of, we did the guitars all the kind of home studio stuff. Um, vocals we did a little at home and then into the studio. Um, but big learning curve, absolutely big learning curve. But to this day, still hate going into the studio. Hate it. <laughs> that EP just still sounds great, though. It's so loud. Yeah. Just I when mean, you listen to it, it's so loud. Like. Yeah, I would have loved to. I'd love, I'd love to give that a bit more traction uh, over in Ireland and stuff like that, and maybe trying to get a bit more radio play. We got a little bit of radio play with Facial Fears and stuff. Um, but yeah, I was, I was proud of that one. It's kind of hard to get that kind of thing on the radio, though, isn't it? Even yeah. anything remotely rocky, yeah, you know. A lot to do with us freaking getting the hell out of there because uh, <laughs> it just I remember playing shows. We played one show with um, this band. They were on two FM. Who's this? The thing? Coronas. The Coronas. Yeah. It was in Nice in Bondi. <laughs> I'm gonna have a great buy out. You're the you're the band I'm freaking. Yeah, I remember all these things. <laughs> Uh, I say you have some good stories about us. <laughs> uh, well, I remember that. I remember like that night because it was full of like really kind of young ones and 18, yeah. 19 waiting for the Coronas and then you guys come on. Yeah, we played before them and stuff. And I just, I, we were, you know, you're listening to that over the radio all the time. And that's, there was just that kind of music, which wasn't my cup of tea anyway. I mean, respect to whatever you're doing it's music's music at the end of the day um but it wasn't our cup of tea and it was yeah to get on radio play in ireland for what we were kind of doing and we weren't that heavy you know we were we were kind of melodic and um just yeah playing shows i remember was it nice we played that show and we didn't have the biggest crowd but i we i think we put on a belter of a show you know yeah and then, uh, i didn't know who the cronas were I, I guess they had that single whatever else and they came out and they played and the crowd came around and I was I remember sitting at the back of the crowd or standing back there and going Jesus like I either need to change the genre I'm writing for or <laughs> like, I wonder who who decided to book you in for that show I don't know I, I don't yeah. know how it came around but like that and, and to this day I, every time I go back to Ireland that's the kind of it's still similar kind of writing process for what gets onto the radio over there you know and now it, it might have got a little more diverse, but that's what I hear every time I turn on 2FM or RTE, whatever it is. Um, yeah. Well, that's just the way it goes, you know. Um, that was, I'm not saying that was the musicians or the music was any worse or better than we were. It's just not your cup of tea. I felt there was, a, there had to be a bigger platform for us to do, and we had to try and, and, and try and find it, you know. Uh, we were just, so just guys growing up following their dreams, lad, and we're just like, Right, where do we go? You know, <laughs> we did a little stint in England, and uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out whether to just keep go to Europe or go to America. Um, and the 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 flip of the coin was, um, it wasn't even a flip of the coin. It was it was basically our bang for our buck went further in in the states at the time, and it was a dollar fifty to a euro. Well, it was a pound, it was euro, yeah. And um, so it was just like, all right, let's do the states. Um, whether that was a good choice or bad choice for for the band, no idea. I mean, I, I the stories and the memories like, you can't never pass up, you know. But if you don't try these things, you just never know. And that's and I think that was the biggest thing for for me anyway. 
was uh, no regrets. Um, and I didn't want to. I remember I was working for a farm. No surrender. No surrender. Yeah, I was working at a pharmaceutical company doing like doing twelve hour shifts, and um, I me- I I remember the day where I just made the decision, and I turned around. I was I was suiting up for uh, work, and I turned around, and there was a there was an older guy there, an older gentleman, grey hair, and he was suiting up as well. It was like twelve o'clock at night, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like that's me if I don't get the hell out of here, you know. Again, nothing wrong with it, but just there was something in my heart where it's just like there's more, there has to be more, you know what I mean? And and I needed to fill that space, you know. And um, so yeah, that, that was the turning point where it's like, right, let's let's go somewhere, let's do something, um, and give up because I gave it up, I gave it all up, my house, my car, my job, fucking the whole lot. And I was a good, I was in a good position, you know, uh, financially. Uh, so to come over to the States and be broke as fuck, <laughs> the stress, the stress, I will never, I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. <laughs> you know? um, but no regrets. Uh, you know, there's always going to be no, uh, there's always going to be regrets, but uh, like when you look back, but the decision to move and try it, absolutely no regrets whatsoever. Um, yeah, none. I mean, in this day, you have to make a decision and you have to live for it. You live with it, you know, no matter whether it turns out good, bad, or indifferent. Um, that's what taking chances are, you know, and like freaking, you don't know. You have you have to fail to succeed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you whether it was right or wrong. Um, but at the time, at the time, I felt like for sure, let's like, like something had, for me has to change and, and, and I have to, like, I have to see it further, you know. And uh, it's been a hell of a journey ever since. <laughs> You're still standing anyway in the band. I'm still standing, yeah. I do only think standing, but I'm sure if the boys want to jump back in, they'd be more than welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get that tour in Ireland going with Mike got spikes. Get that tour back in Ireland, yeah. I mean, mm. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. If I, I should have just hung up the gloves a long time ago, or I'm just hard headed and stubborn. I can um, see it now. 2021, the vaccination tour. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's going to be using that. Yeah, I'll see what happens, huh? Uh, well, yeah, I, you don't know. I'll see what happens. Gavin from Mike Got Spiked was saying that he was living with you lads for a while. You might have a few <laughs> stories. <Yeah. laughs> That's right. What yeah. was that like? Uh, uh, yeah, was, we had some good times. <laughs> Did you have a few drinks? Um, there was a, a few beverages had alright over over the uh, over the time they were there. Alright, yeah, they were out on the road actually at the time, and uh, we were stationed in LA, uh, in a place in Simi Valley where it was hotter than fuck and we had no AC. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out. I guess we were trying to figure out how we were going to survive and this that and the other. We got a hold of Mike got Spike and asked what their plans were, and it just turned out that it was uh, in. Uh, that they were planning to set up in LA as well. I think they were on the verge of getting some sort of management deal sorted out and whatever else. So they were planning to set roots up in LA. And so yeah, they moved in with us for a while. And <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure there's good stories. I can't remember happening again, you know, or picking or swore not never to say nothing. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of them someday. Yeah, maybe buy us another drink or two, maybe some old memories of jog loose, you know. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, good times, good times for sure. Uh, again, I, I don't the, the stress was right up there with the good times too, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe that's what made it so so fucking fun. It balanced out. 
Yeah, indeed. indeed. You've met some famous people over there, have you? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. You throw a stone anywhere in LA, you're about to hit somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I've had the I've had the honor of uh, going around the country too with a club sponsor, and um, we jumped onto the uproar tour and uh, that kind of stuff in a few other festivals. And uh, yeah, I got the I guess for I got to bump shoulders with the likes of Avenged Sevenfold and Cedar and um, your your band, I believe, Fuzzy and uh, Oh, Fuzzy, yeah. yeah, got one of those guys on next week actually. Oh yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah. So I mean, bullet for my Valentine. They have been in the play by imagine the whole lot. You know what I mean? It's it's, all <laughs> of, it's, it's brilliant. It's, it's 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 great to see it and, and experience it and, and definitely look back with fond memories of it all. Um, but yeah, it's it's LA lad thinking no matter where you spit, you know, you're gonna hit some. Um good times though. <laughs> yeah. How did you end up in the international house band for the whiskey? Oh, we asked. <laughs> yeah. You don't ask, you don't get. Exactly, yeah, we asked. Well uh, we we were playing because well, we 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 landed here we were playing uh, anything from four to six, seven shows a week. Um and uh, yeah, we hit the pavement pretty hard. Um, and we were starting to make a name of ourselves over here. And um, Hollywood in particular is, is a bit clicky, you know. Uh, there's, you're having your kind of sunset rock and roll kind of bands, and they have a particular sound and kind of sleaze rock kind of stuff. Um, so when we came in, we were a little bit of a foreign entity for, for these guys, um, yeah. which we thrived on, you know. We try being, we love being underdogs. I, I love being an underdog. I just, it gives me something to fight for, you know. Um, I don't like being too comfortable when it, I, well, I like being comfortable, but when it comes to stuff like that, and um, I like, I like walking on that stage where people are like looking down at you because uh, it feels like I got something to prove. Um, I just go out there and do what I do. Um, and the whiskey or go go, they, they, um, they took notice, you know. We got on well with the management there. Um, and we, yeah, we just we asked um, to work out a deal or whatever it is, and um, we became the international, uh, yeah, house band for the whiskey go for a year. Which, which I was proud to say, like, I think it was the Rolling Stones or not the Rolling Stones, I don't know, it was a famous band anyway, that held the same record, <laughs> but yeah, so I can't remember the band. Uh, but yeah, I mean, honor to be able to do it, you know. Um, just good good times we we fell into that whole well we didn't fall into there's a whole pay to play scenario over here which uh i think we might have done once or twice but we knocked that in the head pretty quick um we were like yeah fuck this uh, yeah you know uh it, it closes doors but at the same time opens doors because what that forced us to do was uh or not forces but it it causes us to look further afield um so we started getting more shows like in Orange County and San Bernardino and stuff like that. And uh, these, this isn't from Kildare to Dublin kind of job, you know what I mean? Like when California is huge, it's like a massive. So there, there's other shows out there and, and we realized that there was a lot more bands that were in sync to kind of what we were doing and had that passion and stuff like that and just great musicians. And we met some, still to this day, I met some fantastic, no fantastic musicians out there. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, Sunset was good, but I was happier to actually start playing outside of Hollywood, you know, um, met some more genuine people, and not to say people are in Hollywood genuine, but there's definitely a fake aspect to it. Yeah. And uh, the further field we went, um, 
just got to hook up with some other cool bands and, and make some contacts and stuff like that. And, you know, just went from there. With the, you know, you're saying about Hollywood and they kind of be looking down on you. So yeah. would they would they put you on say real early in the bill like say or before like a no, well known band there? Yeah, well, it's not as if they look down at you. I guess they I don't know if they're threatened by it or whatever else, but yeah, but <laughs> they see somebody new, you know, um, because they're so a lot of them are so fucking full of themselves. They're just like I'm the shit. And that's fucking it. You know what I mean? And they were no hoping room. that there's no they were room hoping for anybody else. Um, I mean, we came, we we walked in there with a different mentality, you know, because in Hollywood it was it was it was dog eat dog, but we'd arrive at the venue and and we'd start helping a band uh, onto the stage that was on before us, and they'd be like, "What are you doing? Just I'm oh, just giving you a second hand with the kit, whatever else, and blah blah blah," because everything runs on a fair, fierce tight schedule. And then when they finished, we'd help them off with their equipment. They'd, they'd be looking at you with two heads, like this is like. Thanks, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, I don't understand what the fuck's going on here, but we're there to help and uh, just try to build that camaraderie while other bands were trying to stab you in the back, you know? Um, so, so, yeah, we didn't listen to a whole lot of it. What was the question again? <laughs> well, what I was going to get onto was, like, I'd say there was occasions where you played, say, maybe second last oh, right. or something like that, yeah, sorry, and then and then it went down, and then say it went down really well, and then yeah. the last band went on and bombed. Yeah, Has that happened? Um, you know, there, there were, for for some of the for the decent shows that were set, uh, for some of the good shows like the House of Blues and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we worked up to those shows and we worked, we worked, we played, we played every time slot. You know what I mean? We we were the opener, or we were the last band, we were the middle band. You know, um, um. So, I mean, we. We worked our ass off. We didn't give. We didn't care. We obviously preferred where we wanted to go on to, but we played every time slot we could take in order to get the respect to say, okay, look, big show comes along, at least give us a de- something decent, you know. And to be honest, we never wanted to be. Never, I never wanted to be a headliner. And uh, again, this goes back to just the. Uh, I always wanted to be before the headliner, because yeah. no matter who they were, it, it gave me something to thinking. All right, I gotta blow these fuckers off the stage. You know what I mean? Or like we gotta come on and we gotta think we got something to prove. You know? And uh, so I always liked that energy. I like that thinking going out there and giving it everything. Um, and we we yeah. So on on that kind of way, headliner didn't really matter to us. Um, last was all, always sucked because it was it's always very hard, especially if there's a lot of bands on the bill. It's very hard to keep a crowd around. You know? We came across one or two bands. <laughs> who were just uh, petty, you know what I mean? They pull, they pull their fans out, or whatever else after their after they play, you know. Wouldn't let them go in to see us and shit like that. But <laughs> I mean, if you deal with that shit, fucking the stress over that, then fuck, it's not. What's the point? I remember seeing it happen a few times in Ireland when you oh, played. Yeah? yeah, I I don't want to mention any bands. I'll tell you off camera. All right, okay. But, uh, yeah, did, it, I can't remember what was going on in there in Ireland too. But there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what oh, it's all up here. <laughs> I mean, for us, it was all about playing a new, a new people, you know, and trying to pick up, pick up a friend or here or whatever else who enjoys the music, you know. Um, we were kind of a double threat, which was good to us. Was uh, we were, we were, we were heavy enough to to kind of roll with the heavier bands, you know what I mean? Um, but we were light enough and melodic enough to kind of get the average listener who wouldn't necessarily be into kind of uh, rock and roll. Um, who, who would listen to it and go, I'm not really into that. And, and this was uh, uh, quite a common thing. People would come up to you afterwards and say, 
you know, I'm not really into that kind of music, but you guys were really good. I freaking what was that song you just played? That was really catchy or something like, and uh, had a bit of melody. And that was a big compliment to us, and it kind of gave us a bit of an edge over a lot of these because we could wear, play different shows, no matter what kind of uh, the genre was. Um, and again, yeah, I mean, we go in against the heavier bands, which we didn't mind at all because the way we seen it was, uh, if you're listening to four bands just ripping it up and it's just a big wall, a, a noise, sound, music, whatever the hell. Um, we came on, we were a bit lighter and it was like a bit a break for the years for the crowd, you know, and uh, so it was always different. So we just looked at things in a different light and took whatever opportunities we could get. Uh, some worked out, some didn't. In, in terms of the band now, what's the what's the plan going forward and where are you at? Who's in the band now, would you? Um, there's, uh, geez, there's four, four of us. There's Jerry. Jerry's our guitar player, lead guitar player. Um, uh, just had a birthday. Happy birthday, Jerry. And uh, he, he's been in a good, uh, good few years now. Uh, there's Rudy, uh, bass player. He's been in the band for a solid minute too. Um, and we, we have Dave. He's been on board the last year or two now. He's, uh, he's behind the drums. So he's hitting the skins. We're we're on the lookout. We're playing as a four piece right now. Um, just looking out for me. Hopefully, try and get a second guitar player uh, later on down the line. It's you would think with the amount of musicians in this in this state, um, it'd be easy. But I've had such a turnaround of musicians over here. It's it's ridiculous, you know. Um, very uh, there was a, a term that we ca- I came to know very well when I when I arrived here was a flake, and. I, as you and I know, a, a bar of chocolate. Yeah, it's a nice bar as well. Yeah, but over here the terminology is they freaking. I guess they, it's just no. There's no no commitment for anybody. You know what I mean? Everybody's in two or three bands and stuff like that. So it's very hard to kind of get uh, the camaraderie and solidarity for a band. You know, um, so we've, we've, I've gone through a turmoil of different musicians and stuff like that. Some better, some worse, but it is what it is. Uh, Moving forward, we just after getting back into rehearsals, um, brushing off the cobwebs again. Um, whole probably a, uh, close to an album's worth of material there. Um, definitely, and some of those were older tracks actually we used to play. I dug those up and gonna maybe record a few of those. Um, and some, some of the new ones because I never got a chance to record some of the, some of the ones I liked even back in Ireland. Like, uh, yeah. End of the line and stuff like that. They were good old tracks. I like them. And we did yeah. it for pre-production, but they never actually made any uh, EP or album. So yeah, think, End of the Line was a good one as well. Yeah, so I think we're gonna throw might throw those down um, over whether we put it on as an album or we were just as singles or whatever else. But I definitely I want to record them anyway, so they're down and and, and we can move on um, and just try some other stuff. Yeah, uh, but. That's it. It's like we're just back into the studio and rehearsing, having fun with it, you know. Right. So it was great chatting to you. Uh, yeah, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, wasn't it? And we'll yeah. see you for the uh, the uh, the vaccine tour twenty twenty one with Bike Got Spike next year. Tour twenty twenty one will be yeah, freaking killer be killer be killed, huh? <laughs> yeah. Cheers, man. All right, Morris. All the best, man.